0: Welcome to the original and the best Power Hour
1: with Alex Burr and Dylan Hughes, members and podcast of the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Running Hooks Basketball Power Hour. I am Alex Burr, joined once again by my great friend. J.D. Hall. J.D., it has been a while, but we are back to finish, not finish the top 100, but we are going to resume the top 100. We started this in July. Mm -hmm. Um, It is the middle of September. There are some some shifts that have happened in the NBA since... We did the last um top one hundred, a couple of guys a few guys have been traded. We we might have talked about those on some episodes. When you hear about this, those trades have been like about a month old. But JD, um it's it's been a while.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But hey, you know, sometimes it takes for uh, time to go back for great things to happen.
1: And thankfully for the listener, um those episodes don't have any bearing on like current news. So we could hold those. So in this episode, JD and I are going to be talking about the fifth, my 50th ranked players through the 26th ranked players in case you missed it. Um, We're going 100 through 76. We're going 75 through 51, 50 through 26, and then 25 through one. Caleb has joined us for a Caleb joined me for 75 through Fifty one, I want to try to get him to write, roast me for the top ten. Do a little bit of cool editing, but we'll see how that goes. Um, JD, you ready to start roasting me already?
0: Oh, I'm t- I'm too amped up off of the last list, so I- I'm ready.
1: And you know he's amped up because it's been two months and he's still he's still amped, folks. Um, just a reminder: the the groove we got in last time was that. I told JD the player. I asked him if the range was too low, too high, or just right for the player. So, JD, at number 50 to start off, my 50th ranked player in the NBA, I'm going to start with the Memphis Grizzlies, Desmond Bain. Is this range too low, too high, or just right for Mr. Bain?
0: Okay. I say high because let me say this. You know for yourself you don't you won't find somebody bigger on Desmond Bain than me. But we you really got Jaron Jackson
1: under him. If it wasn't for the injuries, I would have them about the same. Um I think they're both top 50 level players. I think with the level of talent in the league right now, JD, I think top 60, like you could even do top 65. Like those would be like top fifty guys ten years ago. Like Lonzo is probably a top fifty guy if he like if he can even play. He's it, last time we talked we were like making jokes
0: <laughs> yeah, I, if he was I, gonna be able I to play. Hope, I hope Lonzo can play. Yeah, this. you know that's where my future
1: at. But Desmond Bain to me, JD, you say you're high on him. He was doing. I like, love Desmond You Bain. you compare his stats to where Clay Thompson was at like third year in their careers. Actually, I think that last year was Desmond Bain's second year. So you compare the similar ages in their careers, it's pretty frighteningly similar. And I'm not saying Desmond Bain is Clay Thompson, Yeah. but man, <laughs> he's got a lot. He's got insane shooting touch. He's really good off the... Like he's not really good off the dribble, but he can handle it enough. Yeah, his ball handling got a lot better this season. And JD, I just, I feel like that guy is a really valuable piece to a championship team. Absolutely. And I feel like he's, I feel like he's deserving of being a top 50 player. And so, yeah, it might be a little high. I understand you saying it might be a little high, but Jaren's doesn't deserve the benefit of the doubt at this point with the injuries. (laughs) He just yeah. doesn't. Okay,
0: I I'll give you that, but also I don't care what nobody say. I gotta go back to the last list I was a part of. I'm not taking him over being Simmons.
1: Okay. That's I, gonna right, be a common but,
0: theme. But but after that, I'll leave it alone. I'm I'm not gonna stay on the being Simmons theme, but I just want to to make that know.
1: Okay, thank you. Because last episode you really hammered home the Tyler Hero and Russell Westbrook thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, did. I mean, and I'll, and I'll, in your defense though, my logic and reasoning for those that didn't hear it the last time was that it was really weird. Caleb thought I had him too high. Caleb was shocked that I even ranked Simmons at all but Caleb's stance is that yeah but you know J.D. Caleb's like a little bit of an extremist when it comes to this stuff where he's like if you don't play you shouldn't be on the list you know and I'm like no no because you're still playing in the league like you're unless you're retiring you're not out of the league so that's like
0: saying (laughs) due to Kawhi's injury he should never be like, he He don't get to be part of it. We know for a fact, Kawhi is a top 10 player at the mm-hmm. very minimum. So mm-hmm. if you don't put a guy like that as part of your list, we might as well not raise Steph a couple of years ago when he went out. Or Katie. Or yeah, oh. but, but we still continue to say Steph was the best point guard in the
1: league and he wasn't playing. So I, I, I'm not with that. Or I did. I know I didn't rank Clay last year, but that's because he didn't play for two years. Yeah. and I think that one's more fair. But like one year, you know, it's like we saw you in twenty twenty one, and so that's why I gave Ben the benefit of the doubt. And like, yeah, he's in my eyes, Ben's a top forty player. He just needs to prove it. So we'll we'll see though. We'll we'll get back to that. Caleb also thought. Caleb was telling me when they were both healthy that Tyrese Maxey was better than Ben Simmons. What? So, <laughs> Oh, man. I, I love, I love Massey, but come on. <laughs> I'm going to have to show you mine and Caleb's uh, private text messages. Are you ready for number 49, JD? Come on, bring it to me. Number 49. Um, Maybe my favorite player in the league, Mikael Bridges. Is this too high, too low, or just right for Mikael Bridges?
0: Um... um to, yeah, it's about right. It's about right. <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck. I'm stuck between him and Bane. But it's about they. 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 They should be somewhere around the same as each other.
1: And Mikael Bridges is probably the best defensive. He's probably the best guard defender in the league. I mean, I would have said that, but not no more. He's he's one of the best.
0: He I mean, he's he one of those guys, but I'm I'm sorry. Luca tell him in a way that was just
1: unfathomable. Okay,
0: like, but he couldn't get a stop on Luca.
1: Luca's built like LeBron, though. I'm saying like guard stopper. Luca is a guard. <laughs> this, now's not the time to have this argument, but McHale also, I think, has... McHale's not as developed offensively as Bain, but I think he's closer to Bain than he is to, like, Matisse-Tiebel. Like, a lot closer to Bain than he is to Matisse-Tiebel. Just to throw a name out there. Um, I think Tybel might be the best guy defender. To yes, person. okay, that's probably fair. But I think Bridges is probably the best one who gets, like, 38 minutes a game. I think that's okay. probably... Okay, you saying top-notch minutes. Yes. I give you that. I give you that. So, I think Bridges, and he also, like, when he gives you something on offense, that's, like, such an added bonus, because I I think... I'm not going to say he could be a top-30 player, because that's a little bit of a stretch. But <laughs> Dylan's been obsessed with this idea that he could become Chris Middleton. I just don't see... He's not as good of a ball handler as Chris Middleton is.
0: Not Middleton, just that he, his confidence wavers much Mm -hmm. like Chris Middleton came in the lead, knowing he could shoot knowing he could get a bucket he developed everything else that he is now but he came into the league knowing he could get a bucket
1: I agree and you know what I mean hey if Bridges gives you 15 points a game next year that's going to be great but I just I want to see I want to see more I feel like he can give you more and, um, but let's move on to number 48 you're already I know you're going to tell me this is too low um, because of guys I have ahead of him and that's fine um, number 48 I have your favorite player on this list Jonas Valanciunas hold just on, go, go ahead and yell at me
0: you know I love big foul man I know you do if you got DeAndre
1: over him then well isn't it quite obvious I have DeAndre over him
0: Yep, and that's why it's a problem. He cooked DeAndre Aiden Absolutely cooked him. His numbers, he's a walking double-double with his eyes closed. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Valentun is my in my top ten centers. And, and I got him over Ada. Okay, can I can wait, I push back? If we, I put- wait, hold on. When 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 I was talking about top was it top ten or top five centers that I was
1: doing? I don't think there's no way you had Valentinus in your top five centers, was there?
0: No, I just had him over DeAndre Aiden.
1: <laughs> well, because Zach was saying he was the top three center and there's he's there's not
0: close. He's not better than Jokic, Cat or MP. <laughs>
1: None of he, those guys will be talking about on this episode if it wasn't abundantly clear. And DeAndre Aiden shouldn't be talked about
0: after the fact we talk about. No, he should not. He should never come after this last playoffs. He shouldn't be coming after Val. He should come before Val. Val dominated him and it was not close.
1: Can can I give you a counter? Because what you're saying what you're saying is has merit and is fair. But I I I remember the 2021 playoffs where Valanciunas was cooked by Rudy Gobert. He couldn't score it <laughs> was. over over Let's Rudy Gobert, who's coming who's coming up by the way. He is coming up very soon. Um, he, not-
0: he he is trash as ho. But I feel like okay. So I, listen,
1: listen, listen, listen. Here's oh, let me let me let me make my point, JD. So <laughs> before you continue. I read this article a few years ago and it made a really good point that stuck with me ever since it's like center's the one position anymore where there's like, you can truly dominate another player because think about it, right? LeBron isn't guarding Katie anymore. When's the last time, like you actually guarded your position. You, players don't guard their position anymore, except at center. So centers can actually dominate each other, right? Like Andre Drummond probably dom- dominates, a good portion of his matchups, despite me thinking a good portion of his matchups are better players than Andre Drummond, right? Tristan Thompson dominated Al Horford. Who would ever say Al Horford was worse than Tristan Thompson, right? Mm -hmm. So you can dominate a player while still being worse than them. I think there's certain like game to game, right? Like for a series. Yeah. You might want to take Valentinus over Aiden, but against the Clippers last year, Aiton was phenomenal. Like (laughs) Aiton won in that series against the Clippers almost. And I feel like we don't credit that enough. We don't talk about how he was fun. Aiton was phenomenal that whole playoffs in 2021. Yeah, in 2022, he wasn't great for him. I'm not going to deny it, but I'm not going to hold 2022 against him as much when I saw him be that guy in 2021. And when Falanchunas, I'm going to just be honest, like, I'm going to just. He was really good, but it's not like he was, you know, it's not like he was Will Chamberlain out there. He was just a little bit better version of Falanchunas, you know?
0: OK, well, can let me let me counter this. I really got this to say. So, well, you know, I, you heard me go over the numbers. Falanchunas had versus uh, Aiden before. But he's averaging 14 and 10 versus Gobert. Yeah, Gobert won the playoffs matchup. And I mean, I can't knock him for that. He had a better team. But Valentunis, first game, 15 and 12. Not bad numbers. Second game, 18 and 6. Third game, 10 and 13. Fourth game, 14 and 12. Last game, 18 and 6. It's not like he really got dominated. He put up double-doubles. He put up good numbers, you know. But this season, this previous season, he killed Gobert. Gobert, it was one game. But Rudy Gobert, numbers was just, I say better. The first game they played, Gobert, 9 points, 10 rebounds, 3 blocks, 5 personal fouls, 37 minutes. Valentunas, 11, 10, one block, four fouls, 29 minutes. Give me Valentunas, that game. Go Bear, second game, six points, eight rebounds, two blocks, four TOs, one foul. Valentunas, 12, 12, one block, two turnovers, two fouls. Give me Valentunas. And he played five minutes less, that game. Third game. Gobert, 10 points, 17 boards, two blocks, five fouls, 37 minutes. Valentunas, 25 points, nine rebounds, no blocks, three personal fouls, 30 minutes. I like Valanchunas still. He's playing less time, still putting up more points. He's close to a double-double. He didn't get a double-double that game. And he's playing significantly last minutes. Last game, Gobert, 10 points, 11 boards, um, zero blocks, one foul. Valachunas, four, six, no blocks, five personal fouls. That's the one game I take Gobert. That's the one game I take Rudy Gobert. Outside of that, give me Valachunas. Give me Val. I got the numbers to show it. He a better shooter than Aiden and Bell. He's a better rebounder than Aiden, if you ask me. And, I mean, if you give me my top five, I still take uh, Chicago Sinavusovich as the fourth. Because, I mean, nobody else making an all-star game. Over those other three. He's the only one that made an all-star with those other three. Gobert begged and cried for his. And the only reason I think he really got it was because um, he begged and cried the year before. And Jokic was the only sinner coming from the West. Because was it cat hurt around that time? Sounds right. I believe Cat was hurt so the spot was open. But you can so I give me Vucevic at 4. Now you think about 5 I'm not putting Rudy Gobert in my top 5. You want to argue for DeAndre Ayton? I'm sorry, Valanciunas dominated him one on one. Tell me another center who really could go in there. <laughs> They can well, pass, they can shoot, they can score, and rebound. And for him to not be the best defender, he's gonna guarantee that he try to protect the rim. I
1: got two I got two centers right ahead of him. And actually, do you oh, wanna go ahead? You you okay, one is obviously Gobert. Well, no, not right ahead of him. I gotta have Gobert. Gobert is a like we're not gonna get to Gobert for another couple spots. Yeah, but, I'll
0: tell you this. Give me Val over Gobert. He's too low.
1: <laughs> I figured. So let's save the arguing because this is a really good argument, but we got um places to be, folks. So number forty seven, JD, I feel like you're gonna yell at me for this one. I've Demontis Sabonis at number forty seven.
0: He's a pal for.
1: He, okay, that's fine. But if
0: he if he was to turn center. That'll be my fifth center.
1: Wasn't Miles playing power forward though? Like you could I it was not kind of on weird defense. Thing. Okay,
0: fine. He was their realm protector. I mean, I mean, Indiana was weird, but going into next season for uh Sacramento, if they start Sabonis at the five, top five, I actually take him over Vucevic. Oh. I love Sabonis. You know I'm a Sabonis
1: guy. This isn't me hating on Sabonis or Valanchunis. You know, having them in the top fifty is very complimentary. I would say. Um, I think they're both really skilled offensive players. I think they're. I the reason I went with Sabonis over or, over Valanchunis is because I think Sabonis is a really good playmaker. Um, yes, yes. But I think they're both lacking, and why I have them lower is we is the defensive deficiencies okay and that i feel like that takes them out of a playoff for me and it sucks but i feel like ayton isn't a guy you can take out of a playoff series like that and you know we did what (laughs) we saw him against the best small ball team in the league destroy the small ball and I'm sorry. OK, I, that
0: was so, without their best player. I'm sorry. That, that was is, without that. That was without their best player and who 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 dunked on him. The same best player that dunked on him, put him in the rim. He stuffed him. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, he was impressive that year. He was dominated by a lesser like, come on now. You're not telling me, Massey Kleber. You're not giving me Maxi Kleber and telling me him and Dwight Powell should be able to like, like, no. Well, oh, he, he should have he, he, he treated them as if they was his nephews at the playground. They shouldn't have got took off the court. I blame
1: yeah. him. I, I I blame a lot of weird stuff. I blame Sarver. But th- this isn't a time for that. Like, I. Your criticisms are all valid. I mean, I just feel like there's a player there in Aiden. And I feel like when it comes to. I'm not to going it,
0: with. I but, can't go with potential, but, that's That's my only thing. If we're going off potential, but obviously I saw, he got I, the highest potential. I saw,
1: I saw Aiden. And yes, in game six, Giannis cooked him. But I saw Aiden guard Giannis really well. <laughs> like I, 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 I did it. I about, did it. Well, about as well as he could for having no backup. But like for having to not foul Like if Aiden could foul I think he would have played a lot better defense Like if he didn't have to worry about fouling out But he had to play without fouling Cause who was his backup That series Frank Kaminsky
0: Cause Look, uh, I'm gonna be Honest <laughs> We can bring up the them going to the uh Finals who dude, that was a lot. I am not giving him a pass for being destroyed by Dallas and especially the white pal and Massey Kleber.
1: Well you're not gonna like where I have his um. Well, okay, we'll we'll save the Suns he talk for. Be later. No, he let's, better not be in the top twenty. Let's talk. But well, he's not in the top twenty. He's not in the top twenty. He's he gonna should, a, he's gonna be. He he's on should, this portion of the.
0: Should, he should be, but it shouldn't be before
1: Valentunas. He's on the portion of this podcast, so they're they're peers in this sense. Like they're within ten spots of each other. So no, no, that's
0: too big of a gap. Valanchunas <laughs> should not come behind. No, he dominated him in a head-to-head series. I'm not no
1: no. <laughs> okay, um, number forty-six. Let's go ahead and move on to that. Well, Sabonis. I think Sabonis. I want to see how the Kings do on defense this year, and I think a lot of that's going to have to do with Sabonis and how he does protecting the rim, because he had Miles Turner to cover for him. Right. He's not. Gonna, he's not going to have Miles Turner now, and I think that's going to be. A huge, huge. I'm with but you gonna, when you write. He, he's he's gotta have I, I'm gonna be really curious because he's gonna have a lot of great perimeter talent around him, right? He's gonna have Keegan Murray who can guard, right? He came up. he was guarding in college. He's gonna have Kevin Herter who's gonna guard. Um Okay,
0: let's not and, act like Kevin Herter really stopped
1: somebody. But I'm he's gonna play defense. That's the point. At least you know they're trying. <laughs> we you gotta you would agree, JD. The two most important places on an NBA defense is the point of attack and the back line. Okay. And like I you would agree with that, right? Like yeah, I'm not I'm not arguing those. I'm not yeah. I won't I won't argue those. So and those coincidentally are the weakest places on <laughs> Sacramento's defense. So I, I'm just really curious to see. How that goes but you know we have we have plenty of time um number 46 my favorite rookie from last year's class evan mobley jd is this a good spot for him is this too high or is this too low um
0: uh, low gimme him over uh deAndre aida
1: i felt like he was a really good rookie i felt like forty give me him over
0: a go bear too <laughs>
1: What about him over... Well, We might as well talk about them at the same time. What about him over his Cleveland Cavs teammate, Jared Allen? Oh,
0: I was thinking the same thing. I'll take him over... Uh, well, see, the only problem with that at this, and I really mean this, the only problem with that is I feel like... He could he could do everything Jared Allen could do. I don't think Jared Allen could do the same things that he could do. But at the same time, it's we haven't saw him a long time without Jared Allen.
1: Well, and when Jared Allen went down this year is when their season went in the tank. Yeah. So that's, you know, as unfair as that it might be.
0: And then, and then along with that, a bit part with that MLP in this, when Kevin Love is your backup center, you 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 will be spending more time on the floor and gas than you would if you still had Jared Allen. That's the only. That's the only thing I can give him with that.
1: Well, and Mobley, I I feel like a lot of people were getting really ahead of himself ahead of themselves last year. The defense was what they were saying, right? Although. You and I agree. They don't really know what they're watching when it comes to defense. Um the uh, offense... he, was, he was
0: he was a superb help help defender because Jared they were so fearful of Jared Allen. They was gonna try his side. They weren't gonna try Jared Allen.
1: hmm But I I feel like the offense wasn't you know, the offense was really good, right? And he's a good passer, he's a good shooter, but he's not great at any of those things yet, right? I think he's still super young. He can be great. But I don't I'm not going to have him as like I'm not going to have him in the 20s yet. I think that's ridiculous. I think some places are probably going to have him in the 20s. and Yeah,
0: I won, but I still take him over a bunch of those trash bags.
1: (laughs) And I I think you would agree. He was the best. I know Scotty won this year. He was the best rookie. I nope.
0: don't. You know who I'm going with. You going with Io? No.
1: Oh, you're going with Cade. Yep. Well, I had it. I had Cade at 51, so they're within five spots of each other. So it's not like you know I had them. Yeah. Super it, it, far it, apart.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against none of that.
1: So I just to be, that. just to be clear, JD Jared Allen was my 45th guy. Um Okay. So. I He was incredible last year. I mean, finished everything around the rim. I thought he was the key to a lot of what Cleveland did. Let's just real quick, too high, too low, or just right for Jared Allen?
0: I think him and um, Mobley should be close by each other because we really saw the best Jared Allen next to Mobley. And we only saw Mobley at his best next to Jared Allen.
1: I would agree with that. So, number 44 JD, um probably the player I might be highest on the in the league, which is saying something because Colin Sexton also exists. Um my favorite, the reason I'm going to watch Utah Jazz games next year, um RJ Barrett. Number 44 JD, is this too high, too low or just right?
0: Um uh, coming from me, this might be a little shocking I cannot say too low wow I thought
1: this was I thought that you might say this is high
0: I think we saw a lot of great things from RJ Berry.
1: I thought so too I'm not crazy
0: no one of the (laughs) things that I hated that he did because I bet on his game was the buzzer beater against Boston but honestly that that right there was when I said I think he turned in a corner like I knew that he knew he had game. But his confidence that game stood out to me and I think it's when I really saw him turn into a guy that he just knew he could he could pretty much he he knew he belonged. He knew he belonged. And yeah. I think when a player start to feel that way about themselves is when they turn the corner and just become one of those guys where it's like, okay, we know he's gonna get his numbers. We know he's gonna do him. But how is he gonna do it? Where he gonna get it from? How much is it gonna take out of him to get the I think he he stepped into a place of that where we just knew he was going to do him.
1: Yeah, so after the um after the buzzer beater 39 games, 23 points a game, six rebounds, four assists, which I don't really get mad at. I know he has vision. He's a smart basketball player. Mm-hmm. He would pass more if he had the ball in his hands more.
0: If yeah, you put, exactly. If, if and you put, he didn't have a lot of good talent
1: around him. Exactly. That's the other thing, too. So, but that's besides the point. Seven free throw attempts a game, the only it's 35% from three, which is, you know, average, but. It's great improvement from him. The only thing that was concerning was 40% from the field. But I mean, still, you take the good with the bad. And I mean, 23 points a game for 40 games is no joke. And it's a lot of volume shooters in the
0: league today anyway. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to hold that against him when we praise all the other ones. Luca is a volume shooter.
1: Yeah, that's 20 field goal attempts a game. So
0: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to say oh he's in the same class as Luca, but you get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we love Luca because Luca you know Luca Magic. But how long how many shots does it take for Luca Magic?
1: It takes Luca probably about 17 or 18. So it's your point's well taken. And I think we both agree it's a good thing. I'd rather stick with R I'd rather stick with um RJ than try to win with Donovan Mitchell. I think. Oh, I'm I, sorry. Oh, you know what? You know what I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it today. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. But I'm just saying. No, I'm just it, saying. It, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't
0: against you. You know where I was going to go to with Donovan Mitchell.
1: Well, he's coming up. He's going to be on this episode. So just be forewarned. Um, Donovan Luca, by the way, to answer your question, 45 percent field goal percentage on 22 shots a game. So. Pretty efficient, all things considered, for Luca, but you know, that's why he's a lot higher than RJ Barrett is. But JD, are we ready to move on to number 43? Oh, yeah. This guy on second viewing, I'm not feeling well. I'll explain my reasonings why. I have LaMelo ball too high, too low, or just right? Too low. Uh, let me tell you why. So LaMelo is really flashy. And he's had in addition to being flashy, he's had a lot of like flashes of being the guy right where he's like been really like dominant, but he hasn't put it together yet. And, you you know, what? he's only he's going into his third year, so it's probably an unfair expectation. (laughs) And I think being at 43rd after your second year, I think that's still pretty good. And he wasn't all star. (laughs) But I, I just feel like LaMelo's kind of left me wanting more. And they got destroyed in both play games. Absolutely got the brakes beat yeah. off of them. Yeah. Like, and like it or not, those playoff performances are a reflection of your best player. And there's no Hornets coming up after this, JD. He's the only one. So even if I had him higher, you know, it's still a reflection on him. So I... Go ahead, tell me why I'm wrong, but I those that's just my reasoning why I had him a little lower than probably most people are gonna have him.
0: I can understand it. It's just the thing of um my expectations for him isn't is high. I accept him the way he come because maybe because I watched him for so long. And I understand the type of player he is. He's more aggressive than Lonzo, but don't get it wrong. He wants to make everybody around him better. That's that's his sauce. That's what makes him the type of player that he is. The flashiness, that's honestly just part of his game at this point. It's not to... Uh, he's not one of the guys I would say is showboat. That's, he plays a flashy style of basketball.
1: Yeah, since he was in high school, since he was you know, exactly. 13 years old. Exactly. So, I mean,
0: I don't know. I just, I, I don't think too much into it because that's, that's just him.
1: I, I I have him 43rd knowing he might be in the top 25 next year. I'm not going to act like he's done growing as a basketball player. I, I mean, I could tell you, lie. I, I, what I would like him to see him get better at, he could be a lockdown defender if he wanted to. He I mean, would never put the time into that. Maybe not lockdown, but he could, you know, stay in front of his guy, right? He's got the size. He's got the, you know. he
0: got the length. His anticipation on defense is great, but it takes a lot for like for a point guard nowadays to really commit to the defensive end.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong there. But I just, I want to see him try harder on defense. I want to see him get to the foul line more. Um, That's, he's only gotten to the line 3.2 times the game. He improved the free throw percentage drastically from year one to year two. But that's something I want to see. The assist to turnover ratio is great. Honestly, two to one. It doesn't like, it's a little better than two to one. But, you know, That's pretty good. I'm not going to complain about that, especially with like Russ at his peak was basically three to one. So nowadays, I'm not going to complain about that. I, you know, I again, 43 (laughs) a few years ago, he's in the top 25 easily, but the league is so deep now. You're not going to like my next couple. I have over him probably, but this isn't an indictment of LaMelo ball. This is just like, I can see you get better. So get better, and we'll reward you in kind. And he's probably gonna. I wouldn't be surprised, JD, if he makes all NBA team this year. Yeah, I think it's a strong possibility
0: that he might, especially being in the East, where it's a situation where he can be okay. You know how DeJounte Murray was last year, just a triple double nightmare? Yes. LaMelo Ball has that type of thing to, to his game. He can do the same exact thing, especially with the team that he has. He can do those same exact things Wow being in the East, and it'll be more impressive in the East, because right now, you can say that the East got better teams. They don't have the best teams, but they
1: have better teams. It's more competitive out East. I don't know. I'd say the top teams are pretty divided between East and West, but we could save that for our um, first season preview, but your point's well taken. I think (laughs) it's going to be interesting to see Oh, man, I can't. So let's go ahead and move on to 42 because this is going to be where you yell at me. Um, (laughs) This is the spot where I threw Rudy. This is the spot that Rudy Gobert is at. Um, This is where man, I JD, I just I can't believe you know, 42 is where you know, can't believe forty two is where Rudy Gobert is at. Is that too high, too low, or too just high. right? He's nowhere near. He shouldn't even
0: be near Lamelo Ball.
1: I knew you were gonna yell at me for that. We've already talked too much about Rudy, so can we can we move on to number forty one? Yeah, please do. Okay, number forty one. I have um everyone's favorite podcaster, Draymond Green. Too high, too low, or just right? Two half, not better than LaMelo. Is the rate, is the range okay? Though is the question.
0: Yeah, it's okay, but I'm gonna be completely honest. You put Ben Simmons up in his role. Ben Simmons look like a top twenty-five play.
1: Does if here's the question? Does Ben Simmons buy in? Yes. It's,
0: does we he, saw back we saw Ben Simmons buying in the defense already. What else is it for him to do besides pass the ball like Draymond Green?
1: A screen. Ben Simmons is a good screener. He doesn't set screens like like not like that.
0: He don't like, set them enough because he's not used to do it enough. Ben be, Simmons to,
1: is a good screener. To be Draymond, you got to be like a 1000% like, "Oh, I'm going to sacrifice my body to" I think I think Ben could do it. I think he could. He Ben could do a lot of things. Ben could be LeBron if he wanted to, but n- not that far. But yeah. I, I I don't know. Like let's talk about Draymond. Is he is this the last season I'll have him this high do you think? Do you think the end is near for Draymond Green?
0: I think it's it's not the end is near for Draymond Green. It's the youth is that good. I think because of how good some of the other players would be he's going to have to drop but his game won't change.
1: That's, you know, that's fair. I mean, he he's bound to fall off at some point. I mean, it kind of looked like he was during the finals but then he pulled it together. It was like a miraculous performance. I honestly
0: believe it was Boston. Um, Boston is a different animal. Just playing in Boston is what I'm referring to. I think that's what got to him. I don't think it had nothing to do with the game play, the game style. I think he let the 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 fans get to him.
1: Interesting. No, I would um I would poke into that, but let's. I think in the interest of time, we should move on to number forty. Um, the previously mentioned deer and fox, and number forty, too high, too low, or just right.
0: I love De'Aaron, so I'm not going to argue that. My only question would be, is he really better than LaBello?
1: I like, man, it's a good question. I think they're in the same tier.
0: I mean, you know I love De'Aaron. It's just, that's that's a question for me. Like, he's obviously a much better defender, but is he really better than him?
1: I personally... I think De'Aaron's better, but I think that there's certain skills that you know, De'Aaron has. Like, I think De'Aaron's, you know, probably the, still the quickest player in the league. Even, you know, with all the young players that are coming. Well, maybe Jalen Green's overtaking him now. I don't but, think so. I mean, still, like that, which goes to show how quick De'Aaron Fox was. And I can never get it out of my head. The 2019 Kings that team was supposed to be terrible and he almost dragged them to the playoffs in a load like that West was loaded didn't the Clippers almost won 50 games over the eight seed that year yeah with Shea just Alexander and Tobias well, Tobias was traded but that Neil Gallinari Lou Williams Pat Bev team that lost to Katie that lost to the, that pushed the Katie Warriors in the first round he almost dragged that and almost dragged the team to the playoffs. I just I can't ever get that out of my head. So I don't know, maybe I'm a little biased, but I I I give it to you. I'm not I'm not
0: saying you're wrong. It's just that that's a question that it's I a fair question. Like, I feel like that's just one of the things you got to really sit and really think about before I'll comment on it to make an argument. It's just the first thing that you have to think about, like who is really better between those two.
1: It's a fair, it's a fair question. I can't act like I can't act like it's not. But man, <laughs> there's a lot of great point guard talents in the league. This, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a lot of them coming up really shortly. But let's talk about um, a two guard real quick. JD number thirty nine. We got CJ McCollum. Is this too high, too low, or just right for CJ? Too high. Interesting. I thought what he did in New Orleans last year after being freed from Dame was really impressive.
0: I loved it, but I'm going to be completely honest. As as much as I loved what he did over there playing that combo guard to perfection, almost.
1: I'll take LaMelo and De'Aaron. Completely fair. I mean, I just really liked the scoring. The scoring, I felt like the playmaking took a step up once he was freed. It did. Like we, here's here was my thing, okay? And you can tell me how I'm wrong after I say this. I felt like we got to see what CJ can actually do. I agree. I, I understand why Dame would get all the touches in Portland. It makes complete and total sense. But... Damn, nah, (laughs) CJ. Who would have thought? Play too much ISO ball. I hated it. Understandable. Understandable. So you're entitled to your opinion. So you think CJ's too high? Only
0: because of those two guards, man. Like they are that good. Outside of those two point guards, I wouldn't argue.
1: It's it's tough, man. Ranking these guards is all tough, and. (laughs) There's going to be some tough ones coming up. Um, number 38, the guy who we've spent too much time arguing about. This is the eight in spot. It's too high. Let's go ahead and move on to number 37. All right. Um, uh, perfectly fine with that. Let's move on. Um, his teammate, Chris Paul. Is this too high, too low, or just right?
0: Too high. Got us both in the playoffs.
1: Did he get exposed? Okay, here, here's the question. Okay,
0: is it? I feel like it was is too it much to of ask. a load on him, anyway. Is, but is it? I say exposed because yeah, he saved Phoenix a couple times, but I never saw Chris Paul rattled the way that he was when Little Alvarado was guarding. He was so frustrated. I feel like it exposed Chris Paul uh, to to a degree just because when New Orleans realized they frustrated him, New Orleans really dug into Phoenix. They was able to dig into Phoenix because they know, yeah, David Booker, the best player. Who's the most important player, though?
1: It's we Chris
0: could Paul. It, we 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 could. Some people would argue DeAndre Aiden. I would tell them this: He's supposed to be the most important, but he's not. It's Chris Paul. The way that they played made Chris Paul the most important player on that team.
1: But isn't that every Chris Paul team though? To be to be fair, like isn't that every
0: yeah team? he's like, he's, he's not always the best player, but he's always the most
1: important. He's always the guy who's and here's here's my question to you isn't old and washed chris paul right isn't that guy still with his level of skill and iq isn't it fair to say that he can still be better even while he's washed than some of the guys with the with like youth and experience right because he at least when while he's washed, he's gonna get to the like his spot still, right? Yeah. And he might not get to him as much, but he's he knows what he's doing. He's gonna make the right play still nine times out of ten. It's not gonna be ten times out of ten like it used to be. But still, you make the right play nine times out of ten. That's still a pretty valuable player, and yeah, it's not a superstar anymore we're not in the superstar tier. We're in the all-star tier. Like these guys are like guys who make all-star teams. And I don't, I don't even think Chris Paul is really an all-star contender anymore, but man, I still think what he is is a really valuable player for the playoffs. And I, I, I can agree with that. So yeah, it might be like a little high based on what happened. You basically have to figure out which small sample you value more from last playoffs was it the five game sample after he turned 37? Or was it the, was it eight games before where he was destroying the Suns and the, or was it where he was destroying the Pelicans and the Mavericks? He- and, and that's another thing. Honestly,
0: that's another thing. I think the the Dallas series, I don't knock Chris Paul. Everybody not Chris Paul. I can't knock Chris Paul for that series. But oh, so what I, I, what I, I the Go one ahead. thing that I do not is the fact that as great as Chris Paul is, he's, you know, the point guy, right? There's no way you don't allow, you, you don't force the ball. You make DeAndre Aiden a monster. Turn him into a monster. We already know he he depends on you and Book for everything.
1: And Booker's like, not a natural playmaker.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So the fact that you didn't I feel like that that was his duty though. He should have brought DeAndre Aiden. Like they even if Aiden didn't do it. We saw him force De, DeAndre Jordan to Hey, if I get it down here, I'ma try. I'ma go up, I'ma dunk everything I touch down here. Aiden don't even got that type of mentality. Yo, the, the point guard supposed to get in your head and make you feel like, even if you don't believe in yourself on that level, as a point guard, as the floor general, as the point guard, make him believe that. You, you, you will make him believe that. Because we see even Russell Westbrook, we wouldn't call him a point guy, but he, Stephen Adams believed he was going to put that ball in the hole if he got it down there. He was going to try to flush it. If A not catching the lob, he not dunking the ball.
1: That's a mentality thing that he's going to have to work on. You're not wrong there. That's funny how it always comes back to Aiden. Let's get to some guys where we're not going to have to talk about DeAndre Aiden um, anymore. These are all guys. It's funny, JD. We're about to hit a run. I count five straight. Well, this first guy's not young, but he's like only played a few years in the league. These are five straight, you know, relatively inexperienced guards who are all, you know, like a couple time all stars. Number 36, I have Fred Van Vliet. Too high, too low, or just right.
0: I love Freddy. um uh, I can't say right now. It depends on who come before.
1: Okay, do you just want me to go through all of all the guards I have before thirty-one? Because thirty-one, I think you're gonna love. Yeah, come on. Okay, so thirty-five. I have a guy who hasn't played for a while, but I still respect is Jamal Murray. Um. um okay. Thirty-four. I have. Shay Gildas Alexander, I love Shay. Come on, number thirty-three. I have running hook favorite. Um, Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Number thirty-two. I have. Who do I have at thirty-two? I have your one of your guys, Jontay Murray. Yes. So, okay, let's go through. Now that you know, let's go through. Fred Vansley, too high, too low, just right.
0: Just right. I feel like you got those just right. Okay. You I knew ahead. I knew DeJounte was gonna be in between 28 and 32. <laughs> and so, I feel like you said I'm gonna love 31. Is Zach Levine?
1: It is not no, I have Zach Levine. Zach, we're not gonna talk about Zach Levine on this podcast. Okay, that's great. Let's go. Okay. So let's go let's talk about some of these guys real quick. Jamal Murray, um, Wait, can I say this? I just got to say this. Yes.
0: Steady, Freddie. I right,
1: keep going. <laughs> Jamal Murray um, was really making progress in 2021 before he tore his ACL. And I think it was a little, I was doing some research today. It was a little premature to expect him to come back. Because do you know when he tore his ACL, JD? Wasn't like it when, um, like February, when, March? It was right before the playoff. No, it was April.
0: Yeah, I know it it was was close to the playoffs. It it, was,
1: it was, it was right before the break.
0: I knew it was after all star break. What was it like? A week or two left before uh,
1: playoffs. No, it was like a month because remember the playoffs didn't start till May that year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, So
0: right, right, right. It was a full month out.
1: The the calendar was all messed up that year. So we were like a couple weeks after the all star break, a few weeks after the trade deadline, they. They just had like that statement went over the Clippers um, with Aaron Gordon. You know, after they traded for Aaron Gordon, I I feel yeah, like I remember. I remember Nuggets are sleeper heading into like big time sleeper heading into next season. But Shea just Alexander, man, get him I to love, a team. I love SGA. Get him to a team that actually cares. Before before they got John Wall, I wanted him to go back. I mean, honestly, that would that would be a great fit, but I don't see any way. <laughs> Donovan, I, Mitch, Donovan I, Mitchell. I would love to see him
0: go to a team like Toronto. Oh, that would be. Yeah. A man Donovan can dream. Mitchell. He he. I I I'll let Donovan Mitchell be the, a Canadian dream, but I I love Donovan Mitchell. I I love where he at. Not better than Dejounte. So,
1: and Dejounte Murray. Um. <laughs> I think he was the guy, well, he's not the guy I was the most wrong about last year. The guy I was the most wrong about is coming up in a couple spots here. He'll be in the 20s. Um, DeJounte was one of the guys I was the most wrong about. They both played in San Antonio last year or in 2021. and uh-huh. The one you was most wrong
0: about name is uh, DeMar DeRozan.
1: Yes, he's coming up. Um, they just can't play with each other. That's, yeah, <laughs> That's the problem. They can't, was, neither of them can shoot. Like, hold on, in hold on, hold on, hold on, We saw
0: both of them shoot the ball well this year.
1: Okay, but you put them in environments where they have to space for each other, that's a problem. And when they're they're the guy that needs space, I think that's the preferred environment for them. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see... I'm really excited to see DeJounte in Atlanta this year. Let them run At- free. That's what
0: the San Antonio did, and I think him, Trey, John Collins will be freaking fantastic.
1: All right. You ready for this one, JD? What number we on? 30 We're on thir- 31. 31. All right. Give me your team. Let me guess. Philadelphia 76ers. Harden? Yes, that is correct. <laughs> too high, too low. Just right. Give me the Jante. <laughs> I couldn't go that
0: far. Because I ain't gonna even- lie. lie. Harden still that man. Harden and still that man. Like we parent. the reason why we it's such a knock against him because we saw the score. We we know mm-hmm. James Harden as the score. And I think with Brooklyn, he played a, a great point guard role. And when Kyrie or KD was out, we saw him still show the scoring ability. But he didn't bring that to Philly. And I honestly believe he still play a great point guard role.
1: And to bring it back to like your scoring point, like where was that during the playoffs? Like had one game. He, and it was the same thing that happened. Literally the same thing that happened against Atlanta happened against Miami with James Harden. The only difference is that him and Daryl Morey are boys. Yeah. (laughs) And then he also took a massive discount, which, you know, Mm, a little shady, but we're not—we're not gonna talk about that. Um, I think Harden. Listen, if he just takes like a point guard role where he's scoring like twenty and ten, that's what like,
0: I was expecting.
1: He's, he's in like the twenty to thirty range as a player, which is still really good. But he's not gonna be MVP candidate again. Like, yeah and you don't
0: sh- ask that from him. That, that I, I think you want twenty ten and
1: five. Yeah, that stretch after he got to Brooklyn after he was traded from Houston. I think that might have been the best James Harden we ever saw, which is something. But I don't think he's ever going to get there again, unless he comes in in the absolute best shape of his life, which is fair to question at this point. Is he going to do that? I. Yeah. I don't know. So um are you ready to move on to number 30, JD? Yeah. Okay, number 30. I have the um third star of the 2021 champions. I have Drew Holiday. This is too high, too low, just right.
0: Man, see now I'm thinking him, Harden, Dejounte.
1: Drew was a dog in the playoffs. I, you know, I know, it's and a while, and, but... the,
0: and that's the only thing. I feel like we didn't see Dejounte in the playoffs, and Harden didn't show up. But and if Drew... you ask me, based off a of regular season, I would have went Dejounte Harden the then Drew. But based off the playoffs. I want to go. I'll I take
1: Drew.
0: I'll I take it. I'll take it for what it was.
1: And he was incredible. I mean, he's what he did against Boston. Just absolute master. And I know they lost the series, but man. <laughs> he lays it out all on the floor every single time. You see his limitations, but it's just so something to behold. All right, JD, we ready to move on to number twenty-nine? Absolutely. All right, this one I think you might not like, but the league was so deep this year that he had to take a bump down because of some things that happened been doing this year. Number twenty-nine, I got Bradley Beal. Is too high, too low, just right.
0: Um, uh, just right. I'm not upset with that.
1: I mean, it was a rough year for Washington, and it was a rough year for Bradley Beal, but man. (laughs) Like he listen, it could have been a lot. (sighs) I'm not going to say he needed Russ. But man, I really want to see Russ back on the Wizards. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Number 27, number 28, JD. The guy I was referencing referencing earlier. I have DeMar DeRozan. Too high, too low, just right.
0: Uh, let me see. You know, I'm about to say something. Are we going just based off of
1: last year? I'm I'm going just like based off in general, but you go ahead and say what you gotta say. Based off of last year,
0: I think he was a top fifteen player.
1: Well, that's why he made all NBA team. But in general, I s you know, I think Zach Levine's better. No. First and foremost. I think he could be. I don't think he is. Not right I now. Know.
0: I mean, Look, I think Levine is just as important. But it
1: was DeRozan that carried us, man. DeRozan, but also Levine was hurt for a lot of last year. That's why I'm not like judging him like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, they, they are top two players. But our
0: most important player was Lonzo. And I think we didn't get enough of a sample size of all of them together to even say who's really better because somebody was always out. So I, I could get I could get with you that.
1: Okay. And then our last two for this episode. This one's been kind of quick, but it's been a fun one. Um, number 27, he didn't play at all last year. Um, was rumored to play a lot. But I had him in my top 15. It would have felt wrong to not have him in my top 30. I had Zion Williamson. And number 27, JD, too high, too low, just right.
0: Just right, I guess. I, I don't want to argue about Zion because I forgot who he was for a little while. Haven't seen him in forever.
1: He's going to play, man. He's going to play, and the Pelicans are going to dominate the West. Yeah, or, here I, first. I, I
0: just can't wait to see them
1: go kill Phoenix. Hey, if they had Zion, they probably win that series in five. That's honestly the only thing I want to see. I just want to see them dominate Phoenix. I want to see them dominate the West.
0: You know? I don't because I got people in the in the West.
1: Brandon Ingram is a lot higher. Brandon Ingram is not on this list. I'll just say that I'm not on this portion of the list. And he shouldn't be. You know how I feel about B.I. Number 26, I have R.L. Anthony Towns. Too high. Ooh too low just right um
0: just right be, well, no give me the rosen over Ken.
1: well JD do you notice do you notice who I hadn't named yet on his team yep I was just thinking it and I think you
0: did a great job not doing it because he was the best player in the playoffs
1: in the playoffs that's a that's a little bit of a stretch he won the best play on their team in the playoffs Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I thought you were saying in the whole playoffs. No, 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 no. no. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Top 100. This was a blast with JD. Um, Next week will be the unveiling of the Top 25, which is going to be a blast. Make sure you're around for that. Make sure you check out Linsanity. Week three was a blast with Zach Griffith. And next week, Caleb is going to be monologuing, which will be even more fun. So make sure you're sticking around for that. Um, Circle City Cinema. Sounds like Zach's having some technical issues. So hopefully he's back soon. And then um, Triple Option Pass. You know, sounds like they're going to be coming back some, some more episodes too. So we got a lot of exciting stuff cooking up at the network. Make sure you're on for the train. Thank you.